Welcome to Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. I'm your host, Dr. William Baker. And in this week's podcast, we're going to continue with Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 through 42. Uh, we'll get into that and I'll explain that. I want to welcome everybody here. Um, if you're new, welcome. Hope you enjoy this podcast. I've got a lot of other ones out there. Please take and look at those as well. Uh, if you're coming back, I want to say welcome back to, uh, to you. Um, first, I want to start out by, I've, I've gotten a lot of comments um, from different individuals. And I'll go out on different social media sites at times and make comments. Why? Because things that people write disturb me. Um, one of the recent uh, things I saw was uh, somebody from uh, who's incarcerated, they're in prison, and they're in a three, they've been in for at least three years, and they've got quite a few more to go, and they were posting, because they're allowed to do that, um, depends on behavior and other stuff, but they're allowed to do that, and they were saying, you know, God give me the strength, and we're going to keep the fight up, and they made other remarks in their comments that showed immaturity, but it also shows a lack of compassion why they're in there. Uh, they were part of a attack, a riot, um, in which people were killed. And they think when they get out of prison, they're going to continue on with their fight. But they're saying, you know, God, give me the strength, and Jesus is there with us. And, and I, I simply told them, you need to grow up. You're, you know, this isn't what Christians do. And, I, and, I, and, the, and the phrase was, you know, Christians do not act this way. Well, I got comments on that. Some people didn't like it. They said I wasn't very compassionate. Uh, they said some other nasty things. But I want to explain my point. That, that doesn't hurt my feelings. My feelings are pretty bulletproof because um, I know who I am and I know what I believe. And I know that that person is using the label of Christian, and they're not. And the person that made the comments doesn't know what a Christian is. I hope they don't think they are a Christian because they don't know what one is, and they need to learn. So, you know, there's a lot of Christians out there, and you can be a Christian. That's great. I'm a little bit more than a Christian. I'm a, whether you want to call it a pastor, a preacher, a rabbi, father, I've been minister, I've been called many labels, but my role is to teach, uh, get the message out there. I, I want to bring people to Jesus for their salvation and, and understand the Word of God. Now, there's different maturity levels in Christianity, and to the one in jail, I would say, at best, you're immature in Christianity if you don't know what it is at all. The same thing for the people that commented on it. And you'll grow over time if you are a Christian. If it's just a label, you won't change your lifestyle at all. A parent from the, the person in prison, they have no intent on changing their lifestyle. They're, they're not Christian. God tells you to make a choice. You are or you're not. There is no middle ground there. So, the one in jail, you're not, and I know you didn't like my comment. And the other people who've made some nasty comments, a couple people, um, 
Apparently, you're not either because you don't know what Christianity is and you, you're not living it. Um, if you think it's okay for this person to get out and go murder other people, if you're perfectly okay with that. I'm not okay with that. So, I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> I, could, I could educate them through comments, but it's just going to piss them off. Uh, you know, they, they pointed out some things in the Bible, <laughs> erroneously. And I find that funny because for someone who's educated on it, it is comical, comical when someone tries to point something out and uh, they don't even know what they're talking about. So I do get, I do get, it's not enjoyment. It's, I feel bad for the people. I really do. But, you know, the type of person that it is. Let's go back to the Bible. You know, God doesn't waste his pearls, as they call them in several places in the Bible, on dogs or swine. And he uses the term dogs and he uses the term swine. Because they're just going to crunch them up in their mouth or they're going to trample on them. And then your pearl's not what it was. You know, why is God going to waste his, why is Jesus going to waste his energy and efforts on somebody like that? So, as Christians, we can't either. They need to come to God. God wants them to come to Him. It's not the other way around. I mean, He's He's available, but they've got to initiate and take action. So, having said that, um, that's not a rant or anything, but, but I do, you know, I want to let people know, and, and I get messages from all over the world and uh, that was just a a recent one and uh yeah the, the the guy in prison just couldn't wait to you know he's gonna god give me the strength to keep this up so when i get out i can continue <laughs> you're in jail because you did bad things <laughs> it's not even not even a christian thing you did bad things you you know people got hurt people died <laughs> you haven't learned Maybe you need to stay in jail till you learn. Um, I don't want you to stay in jail, but good Lord. Um, God's got a plan for you. One way or another. It may not be with him, but uh, there's a plan. Hey, he's got a plan for everybody. So let's get into Matthew. Uh, we're continuing on. Um, the With Matthew 12, uh, 38. Uh, this is the sign of Jonah. But um, as we continue on, we know that the Pharisees and the scribes are trying to trick uh, Jesus up into saying something they can use against him. And we know the Bible tells us, you know, the worst thing someone can do is attribute an action of God to the devil. And then this is one of the next worst things. They're trying to trip him up. And, and they don't even recognize that, that he is the Messiah. So that's kind of bad when they're supposed to be, you know, priests from the temple and, and scribes and, and others. So let's go ahead and read this, and then we'll, we'll break it down. Sign of Jonah, Matthew chapter 12, verse 38. Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered them, 
An evil and adulterous generation demands a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was in the belly of the huge fish three days and three nights, so the Son of Man will be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it because they spend, excuse me, they repented at Jonah's preaching and look, something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and look, something greater than Solomon is here. Now that was Matthew chapter 12 verse 38 through 42. So let's break that down. It's what we do every time we break it down. So we learn, you know, it's about understanding the Bible. So it says, Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said in him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. So the scribes worked for the temple. They worked in the temple for the prophets, the preachers in there. Now the Pharisees, what are Pharisees? For those that don't know, you have the Jewish ruling body called the Sanhedrin. In that, you've got the Sadducees on one side, you've got the Pharisees on the other side. Jesus was actually in the temple preaching as a Pharisee. He was a Pharisee. But they're trying to trip him up. The Sadducees are more, if you, if you think of it in government terms, more royal, Pharisees more common. So, uh, but, but they're trying to trip him up. They don't realize that, you know, he's the Messiah. And they, they said, teacher, we want to see a sign from you. They want to see more miracles and works. They're trying to find something that he does that they can use against him. And he answered them. An evil and adulterous generation demands a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. Now, let's, let's look at how he said that. An evil and adulterous generation demands a sign. Now, he's saying that to the scribes and Pharisees who were from the temple. He's telling them they're evil and adulterous. That should be significant to them since they're supposed to represent the Jewish religion. They're supposed to uphold the best of the religious mandates. The, the laws that they have. I've forgotten the exact amount, but it's like 680 or 70 some. It, it's, it's up there. You can't stick to them all. Jesus knew that. Now, they're demanding a sign. He's telling them that. You're demanding a sign, but no sign will be given except the sign of Jonah, the prophet of Jonah. Now, the next verse gets into that a little bit more. So I'm going to read that, and then we're going to... I'll read the next two, actually, and then we're going to talk about that together. For as Jonah was in the belly of the huge fish three days and three nights, so the Son of Man will be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at Jonah's preaching, and look, something greater than Jonah is here. So, let's, let's go back just a verse and a half. Now, the sign of Jonah. And then we go on to say, Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights. Why? Well, 
it doesn't say here, and I know a lot of people. So, so this is getting into Jonah, but Jonah was commanded by Jesus to go to X place and preach. Go there and spread the word. There, there are people in need of salvation there, and he didn't want to. So you're not going to get away with not following what Christ says. He was in, so he got swallowed up by a fish. And the fish put him on the, when he'd come out of the belly, he, the fish put him on the shore he was supposed to be at. So, I mean, he's, you know, it's great. Now, Nineveh, it's right where he's supposed to be at. And it says, the men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment generation and condemn it. Just as they repented at Jonah's preaching, and look, something greater than Jonah is here. Now, Jonah was spit up from the belly of the whale. The men of Nineveh, who were um, <sighs> lacking, that's a good word for it, lacking, they were not following the Christian mandate. Um, so when they saw Jonah come out of the whale, they knew that God did that. They knew that Jesus did that. So they believed that Jonah was a messenger of God, and they listened intently very carefully to what Jonah said. And they repented of their sins. And they meant it. They kept it. The town repented. Now, they're saying here that the town of Nineveh, the men of Nineveh are going to you know, stand up at judgment and, and condemn the generation. They see the evil that they're doing. You won't repent. And you know, if we follow Jonah, you won't repent. You're guilty. Eyewitness. Their, their testimony against them. That's not very good. And it said they repented Jonah's preaching. And look, something greater than Jonah is here. What is that? Jesus. Jesus is greater than Jonah. But it goes deeper. That's just one little layer. But then it goes deeper. And it talks about the queen of the south will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And look. Something greater than Solomon is here. Now, when we talk about the Queen of the South, who are we talking about? And, and she's from far, far away. Queen Sheba. Queen Sheba is referred to as the Queen of the South. So, she traveled a very long distance. Well, when we're, you know, she, she wanted to hear the wisdom of Solomon. That's what it's saying. And Solomon was a wise man. Built temples, wise man, he had means. But if we go back in the in the verse earlier, it says, you know, it's going to condemn the generation. Why? Now, now she came from a place that was corrupt, but she listened to Solomon. She knew it was true. When you repent, you believe in Jesus. You know, she changed her heart, and and she she had faith. So she stood up. She's going to stand up as a witness, and condemn them. But then, you know, we're talking about Solomon here, and then it says something greater than Solomon is here. We're talking about Jesus. He's greater. But there's three things that Jesus does meet, and it's prophetic because we go back to Israel, and we're talking about. 
prophecies. Jesus was, you know, they talk about some of the prophets, but Jesus was prophet. He talked about things that were going to happen, right? He was also a what? A priest. He's a rabbi, teacher, but priest. And he's a king. Solomon was a king, but so was Jesus. But he meant those three things, and that, that's prophetic of an Israel prophecy. Right? Greatest institutions. It's the fulfillment of the greatest institutions in Israel. Priest, prophet, king. One, one individual. I want to say man, but it's, it's Jesus. Through the Son, you know the Father God. And we have the Holy Spirit in us. So, you've got some of the people who are really bad sinners. And they listen to the message because they know they didn't need another sign. They, they, they knew that people were healed. The word was out there. People saw them healed. They, they spread the word because these people were healed. They were deaf. They were lame. They were mute. They were crippled. They were diseased. Jesus healed them. The fish. He fed so many people, right? On the mountain. The 5,000. There's other instances where he multiplied the bread and fish and fed everybody. There was enough and there was leftover. But they didn't need to see a sign. They didn't see, need to see his healing power. Like it says, they know Jonah came from the whale and that was Jesus' doing from the fish. They believed and they repented. Queen Sheba came to Solomon. Repented. Perfect witness. Men of Nineveh. Queen Sheba. So, there's a lot there. And I'm going to leave it there. Um, as we continue this, I'll put out another video podcast later this week. And we'll talk about that. As always, I like to finish up. Um, I did look at my notebook. Some people are going to say, what are you looking at? My notebook. I always have notes. Uh, lots of lots of notes. There's certain things I don't want to forget. And I just scan over it and make sure, you know, um, yeah, you know, you've got to be faithful to God and all this stuff. And that's what he wants, you know. You're going to question him and stuff. You're not being very faithful. If you, I got to see another sign, God. It's not going to, he, no, he's, he's giving his signs. He's, he's already done that. It's time for you to have faith. It's time for you to have faith. God wants you to accept him. But you've got to take that first step. The first step is you going to God and asking for forgiveness. Lord, I want to accept you as my Lord and King and Savior. I'm not worthy, and I've done all these bad things. Please forgive me. Please allow me to, you know, have you as my Lord and Savior. And change your heart. Change your heart. Repent. Change of your heart. And you can have salvation. It's not difficult, but God wants you to make that choice. So, as always... I'm going to say this. I, I usually say this. You know, if you need somebody to talk to, if you're thinking about, you know, um, if, if things are tough and, and, and you just need somebody to talk to, if you don't 
know who to talk to and you've got a concern or issue or something you want to talk to, to somebody about it um, if you're thinking about harm to yourself or others you know hey give me a chance reach out to me there's different ways to reach out to me because I'm on social media so you can send me an email at info at clm.global I will respond um, if you want me to send an email back to you, that's fine. If you want me to call you, I need a name and phone number. Um, the podcast site, it's got a contact section. You can contact me through, through the Podbean site, Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. The website, clm.global, has got a contact, a little form on there. Um, let me know how you want me to, you know, you can either tell me what you want to, you know, talk to me about or, you know, you can surprise me when I call you um, there is uh, you know I'm on Twitter dr. William Baker uh, there's YouTube and there's Facebook so there's many ways to get in contact with me and I will reach back out to you um, I'm not gonna say I know everything but business executive for many years I know things cyber I've coached people I've you know, counseled people for many, many years. Um, I've, I've done quite a bit, and I've helped a lot of people. But it's not about me. It's about you. It's about you and your relationship, building it stronger with Jesus and having that currency. So, remember, read your Bible. That's important. Understand what you're reading in the context. Pray. Praying is your spiritual currency. You need to have that built up. You just can't pray at the last minute and be like, God, I've never prayed to you before, but I'm asking for a miracle. I need to win that lottery number. Ain't going to happen. But when the demons come, when things get tough, if you've been praying, making make, made a routine of it, and just pray to God, you'll be stronger in your resolve to ward off those things spiritually, physically, mentally, it can help. So read your Bible, pray, have faith in God. He's always there with you. you know, that's the main thing. God's always there with you. Whether you see him or not, he's there. And know that the Holy Spirit's in you. You're not alone ever. But if you need somebody in this world to talk to, I'm here. But like I said, I'm not here to take the place of God. I don't want to. not even going to try. That's not me. It's not about me. It's about you. So I hope you've enjoyed this. And I'm going to say goodbye for now and have a blessed week. Need anything? Reach out to me. I'm here. This has been Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. Dr. William Baker saying God bless.